Been lots of talk, of course, about travel restrictions being lifted in the coming weeks. And a lot of people thinking about, for the first time in a long time, about possibly getting away and booking a flight. But what about the cruise industry? Well, there's some news on that front. And joining us now is travel expert Leslie Cater, who joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Leslie, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jeff. All right. There is word that cruise ships are set to go high tech for their return to business. What do we know? Mm-hmm. Well, they've been working on this for so many months now with special committees with the CDC and the World Health Organization to try and get a safe start back to cruising. Uh, cruising got such a bad reputation really with the whole fiasco with the crown princess um, when the pandemic first started. So they've been extra cautious about making sure that uh, the consumers uh, have peace of mind going on board and that everything is going to be taken care of safely and efficiently for them. All right. What sort of things uh, can those that want to get back on a cruise ship, what can they expect once they return to the seas? Okay, well, on board, you're going to find that there's going to be less passengers because the ships are not sailing at full capacity. Uh, They have uh, protocols in place. They've got new filters in all of the staterooms so that the air is changed every uh, 12 times an hour. Um, They've got medical grade filters in all of those. This was one of the concerns for people. Um, Also, they're aware that people need to feel protected. So, The crew on board are going to be all vaccinated. About 95% of people on board will probably be vaccinated. Those are the requirements that they're looking at. And uh, now some technology is is coming to the fore. It's not that new, but it's going to be a trackable device. Uh, Royal Caribbean and Celebrity Group are going to be using what they call the tracelet, which is a kind of fancy electronic bracelet where they're going to be able to trace where you are on the ship. Um, I had uh, experience with this uh, back in uh, 2019 when the world was normal. And uh, I was on Princess Cruises and they have a similar thing, the medallion, where uh, you don't need a key for your room. And if you're looking for your little group that you're with, you can track them on boards in the general area. So that was very useful for traveling with the family. But I know people may have concerns about their privacy. Right. Yeah, what what our customers are saying about this, uh, do we know? Uh, Because uh, obviously this helps when it comes to contact tracing. And my understanding is that if you're on a cruise Mm -hmm. ship, they can tell you if you've been within six feet for 15 minutes of uh, other individuals on a ship who uh, may test a positive and they can uh, let you know uh, immediately, which Mm -hmm. is great for everybody's uh, health. But you're absolutely right. There are privacy concerns here, too. Right, exactly. And I think that the privacy concerns um, are uh, overruled really by the safety concerns. Uh, If you're, say, you're on the ship and somebody starts feeling sick, first thing you do is you report it. They'll send somebody down to your stateroom or they'll do in-video interview with a doctor or medical person. If it warrants testing, they'll do testing on the ship for COVID and it's rapid testing to have the result within an hour. At that stage, if they're getting near a port, they're going to look at disembarking that affected passenger 
and anybody who had contact with that passenger. And that's where the contact tracing becomes important because you want to just take the people off in that immediate group. You want to make sure that anybody who was possibly infected has been removed from the ship. All right. So having said all of that, Leslie, is business, is it expected yes. to come back, do you think, for the cruise industry? Oh, my God, Jeff, it's been crazy. One of the top uh, modes of transport vacation that we've been selling are cruises. And it's it's kind of taken us all by surprise in the industry because of the bad press that was out there. But, you know, there's an old saying in, in travel, cruises are going to cruise. And people who love to cruise just want to get back on those ships. A uh, funny story the other day, the people who got off Holland America because they were in uh, isolation on the ship for about three weeks, the first cruise they booked as soon as things opened up in the States was a cruise on Holland America. So it's it's just that experience. And as a consumer, I'm planning to go cruising as soon as the cruise advisory is lifting, lifted in Canada. And I feel very comfortable about the uh, steps that the cruise lines have taken. I think that they've take, got more provisions and protocols in place, for example, than if you went, I don't know, on a guided tour somewhere or maybe even a coach tour. So you have to review all of those safety protocols as a, as a consumer. Yeah, would that be your number one piece of advice for those that are considering getting back on a, a cruise ship is maybe to look at those uh, safety concerns? What are going to be what's going to be asked of you? Uh, for instance, do you have to wear this tracelet and whether or not you're comfortable with that? Really kind of do your due diligence and your research first. Oh, absolutely. And this is where it comes in with booking with an expert. You know, when you when we've gone through the training and the webinars and everything that we have had with our various uh, cruise suppliers. And, and trust me, I have pages and pages of notes on these. Um, it's complicated, but if, you, if you've got someone holding your hand, it makes it easier. And just finally, uh, Leslie, just how difficult mm -hmm. has this past year been for the cruise industry? I mean, you look at the airline industry, and mm -hmm. they certainly have been uh, hurting, but uh, there have been flights yeah. on a very reduced schedule. But the cruise industry really has come to a total and complete halt. Well, it has, and we've seen pictures of cruise ships parked in different places all over the world. Uh, even more heartbreaking is the crew and staff. As anybody has cruised before, you know that you have a lot of people coming from Asia, Philippines, working on these cruise ships as their, that's their only mode of income. And they've all had to be sent home. So when cruising starts up again, what they've had to do now is get all of those people back to the ports like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and all of those popular departure places. So it's been a huge operation to do that, but uh, they've got the manpower and, and the, uh, the willingness to do it. So uh, we're very confident in the cruise industry coming back. Bookings for 22, it's, sometimes it's hard to find the right kind of stateroom availability. I was going to ask you just to finally, do we have a date? Uh, do we have a potential date in mind when cruise ships might be back, uh, including right here in Canada? Right. Well, there's talk that the closure of the border was extended to the 21st of July. So we're kind of thinking if we lift that closure into the U.S., it's got to be an easing of the other restrictions because we have to lower 
the cruise advisory from a do not cruise, and we have to lower the travel advisory. Problem with those advisories in place is it nullifies insurance that we might want to offer to our clients. And uh, really, we can't travel until that is done. And you know what? In the travel industry, as travel agencies, our hands have been tied by decisions like this for many, many months. So we are hoping and praying that there will be some restrictions lifted. All right. Travel expert Leslie Cater with us. Leslie, appreciate the time and enjoy your weekend. Yeah, thanks. You too. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.